Brain here. I want to do this new intro. Bardic Mystery Tour is like a podcast, bitch. It's like D&D, 5th edition. You know, bitch. I'm your DM. Scary Terry? <laughs> bitch. He shows this bitch a lot. No, how about if it's like this? Bardic Mystery Tour is like a actual play podcast or something about D&D. And... There's like a band or something, and they like, I don't know, solve mysteries maybe. But like, I could be your DM. Hey kids, this is Bardic Mystery Tour, and I'm gonna be your DM. Ed. <laughs> Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. I'm Emily, and I'm playing Allure Bard, who's the bass player in the band Dorm Lancer. He's pretty down-to-earth, nearly 8 feet tall, and loves playing hacky sack. Hi, I'm Brayton. I'll be playing Staff. Staff is a changeling College of the Road Bard guitar player for the band Dream Lancer. His band members don't know yet. Staff parades around as Roger Stewart, but occasionally steps into other personas to get the job done. Nora here, playing Soft Wind in the Trees, a.k.a. Windy, a tabaxi lore bard. Windy's not a big fan of caves or mountains, and she's really hoping that she stops getting covered in water, goo, and slime. She loves being on the road and collecting stories that she can eventually tell to her snowy mountain clan. The gang rematerializes from an extraplanar gate into a cell deep in the mountain of fame because they went to that thing. Uh, did we do? I thought we were in a net. No, we were in a cage and we did that performance in front of like that Goblin King dude. I thought we were in a cage. And then you got summoned to the tiny tavern. Uh, That's why you rematerialized. Uh, guys? Yes? Do you, do you know where we are? Yeah, we're in a cage. That was weird. Yeah, I don't want to... I don't know. Those people were weird. Let's... I look outside the cage. What's it look like? You don't want to mention what we're talking about as a plug for this other podcast? Like, in case anyone wonders what the hell Ed's talking about. What Ed was referring to was the House Civis podcast. A podcast set in the world of Eberron. It's the first Echoer station, which is kind of like a radio station. If you have time, you should go give them a listen. At HowCivisEchoerStation.com I don't know what their website is. Look it up real quick. I just search for podcast names and I find them. Yeah, find it on your favorite podcatcher. Use your favorite podcatcher! <laughs> I want that to be one of your characters. If you don't know how to use Google by now, stop listening to our podcast. It's really not useful without Google. Tweet at us. <laughs> We're effectively like a Google add-on. We're sponsored by and paid for by Google. How hard is it to create a Google add-on that just replaces words with Bardic Mystery Tour and have people download it? <laughs> okay, so I look around our cell. You are in a dark cell. I attack a mitochondria. You are in a dark cell carved into the hewn stone. I would like to investigate our cell. Your cell has bars on it. Uh, are they metal? Yes. We slip between them. They are way too close. Dang. Is there anyone outside of our cell? There's like a hallway. 
I guess you call it a hallway. It's like the outside of the cell and it goes down like a cavern that leads multiple different directions. Do we have all our stuff? No, you don't have any of your stuff, which makes it weird that you had it when you did that interview. Yeah. I don't run the summoner spell. What do they expect us to do while we're sitting in the cell if we don't have our instruments? Uh, yeah. Did they leave us with our instruments at least? Probably count. All right. I scratch one, one scratch two, into the wall. Wait, are there other scratches? Three. There's like an archaic form of a minesweeper, but like after playing it a handful of times, you've realized that like the algorithm that dictates what the number should be is like programmed incorrectly. So like sometimes it's just wrong and you just lose because like the program lied to you. Is there a stone wall in the cell or is it four bar walls? No, three of your, your it's, it's like a chunk of the naturally occurring cave that was like a bump out. They put some bars across to make into a cell. So it's more like a bump in that they put bars across one wall. Yeah, yeah. So all that stuff about Hewn was oh. a lie. Okay. Is Lars with us? Yeah. Does he look okay? Yeah. Like he's not. He's like taking a little nap. Okay, good. Oh yeah, Lars. He can fit out. He's big. He's Lars is a hamster. He's a gerbil. Lars is a gerbil. He's a dog-sized gerbil, like a Great Dane dog, to be specific. I I think we should just sit down and wait to die. Did they take all of our stuff? We're clothed? You can have your undergarments. Okay. Did they leave my ocarina around my neck as a necklace? It's a weapon. It's conspicuous. It's a a necklace. Maybe you had like a throat flute or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's smart. Then a goblin comes down the corridor. With a little tiny goblin spear. Oh, they don't like it when you uh, call them little tiny spears, I've heard. Yeah, with a huge, enormous goblin spear, one and a half feet long. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Roar! I'm an angry goblin. I'm here and be mad at you. Why are you mad at us? Because you're a jail people and I'm an angry guard and I'm angry with you. Listen, man, I think we need to have a conversation about the prison system and dehumanization of prisoners. Yeah, prisoners aren't humans. I mean, technically in this cell, you're right, but, uh... What are you talking about? I'm a human. Humans aren't people. Wow. Man, you must be really strong. That spear must be so heavy. Yeah, I'm so strong. Can I see it? No. See how heavy it is? Because it's too heavy for you. Oh, man. You've got such big muscles. I want to persuade him. I want to explain to you, this is not a foot and a half long spear. It's probably actually like a two and a half to three foot spear. So he's dumb. No, just me. He's dumb. <laughs> okay. I said a foot and a half because I was joking, but like it literally is like super short. So are you going to persuade him? Yeah. Okay. I persuade him to give me his spear. 14. He says, no. Oh, okay. Because... You are a prisoner. Yeah, I don't need to hold a light spear anyway. It's not made of light. Yeah, no one wants to hold that spear. It looks gross. The spear is strong. Why don't you go get like 20 more of them so it's heavy enough to feel like it has some weight? This spear is made from dragon bones and can kill. I mean, you could kill a fly with that thing, but not much else. This is Makana Human Bane. Uh-oh, Raj, you better watch I out, don't man. I think it is. I think it's just some toothpick he found. He's like, but I'm glad you guys are back because I was going to get in trouble for you guys disappearing. That was scary. Well, if you don't want us to disappear again, you better let us out. Well, I thought I was going to get thrown in the magma pits. 
Oh, we don't want that to happen to you. You yeah, know why would what? You do that we'll me. stick around if we don't have to be so bored. You could like also do any of you even speak goblin? Oh. It's a good thing they're jailers all. I speak. do speak goblin. Suck it. Does he speak common? No one speaks common. Oh, uh, Ingan Alien, pardon <laughs> me. <laughs> what was this dude's name? So you've been in jail for like four days, so you Oh you've known this guy. This is Booger. You've become ever so slightly comfortable with him as a goblin. How do we smell? With our nose badly. Hey, Raj. Hey, what? Uh, convince this guy that we will entertain him and get us our instruments. Hey, Booger. Yeah. Man, it must be sure tiring to be guarding all the time. Nah, it's an easy job. Pretty easy? Yep. Easy for a guy like you that's real good at it. No, because we don't have very many prisoners because we throw most of them in the magma. Well, the thing is, it's so easy, you're probably bored. Yeah. It's hard to be bored today. Today is your audience with the Goblin King. So you should bring us our instruments so that we can entertain you. Wait, what? Then you hear this fanfare that's made from, like, the worst instruments you've ever heard of. (laughs) Sounds like an elephant. Yeah, yeah. And then in marches six more goblins. Two of them have these trumpets that look like they've been thrown down a set of stairs a couple times. And uh, the other four have spears with flags on them, if those have a name. Um, I think they're called spears with flags on them. Fleers. And in the middle- Whoa, there's something called a gachang. That's a spear with a flag attached to the pole. Yeah, they have gachangs. Every step they take, it goes gachang, gachang. It's a Korean weapon. And in the middle of these six goblins is the Goblin King, who, if you don't remember, which I'm sure all of you do, is like a six to seven foot tall, half goblin, half toad, enormous person. Like, are you saying he's got some weight to him? He does have some weight to him because he's kind of like toad shaped in general, but also like goblin-esque. He wears these big robes. And he's got a stick with, like, a skull on it that had three eyes in it. When he moves, you can't really see him walk with legs because he his robes go to the floor, so he looks like he just kind of shuffles. Um, Does he have that perma-wet look that toads have? Yeah, yeah. He has all these gross characteristics. Like, he keeps on licking his lips and making, like, these, like, noises constantly. Ugh. And he's like, nom, And he, like, snorts a lot. He's like, ah, when he talks. Is the goblin queen with him? You think someone would marry that? I mean, maybe he has a goblin consort. I don't know. Love is beyond vision, Ed. He says, Dreamlancer. I have spared you from death because I love your performance of rock and roll. And... Troxic, a good friend of the goblin people, said that you guys were actually not here to murder all of the goblins, and that you're actually pretty sleuthy. Who's Troxic? Troxic is a kobold of the Famari people. Who we all remember from last arc. Yeah, we remember, but just in case we have a new listener. He's red. He's the one that was the Famari spy for the goblin people that was trying to protect the goblins from the people from Dreskbit. 
Yeah, I remember now. By sabotaging. Come on. Everyone caught up? Was he the one that stole the... New listeners, you caught up? Yeah, he stole the... Spoiler! The cog. All right, now you don't have to listen to any of the last arc. I want to speak up for Dreamlancer and say, of course we don't want to kill goblins. We're just trying to get to the mountain of fame, the top of the mountain of fame, so we can go play at the Screaming Mole. Is that what it's called? Yeah. We just want to play at the Screaming Mole, man. Ah. Speaking of the mountain of fame. That's this mountain, right? (sighs) Yes. That's exactly why I'm talking to you. Oh, wait. Mm. Quick sidebar. We we did it. We went up the mountain, and we got teleported to a place where we were going to get exposure, and now we're famous. All we have to do is escape and get back. Oh, you think we're done? Yeah, the mountain teleported oh. us to that... That tavern. Yeah. That place was so small. Echo or station. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, I'm willing to believe it. Don't you guys think that they should, like, make it bigger so they can actually have, you know... More than just tiny people in there. It was really cramped. It was I'm, fine. You're kind of big. I think that your perception is a little skewed. Whatever. All right. I put my hand in the middle and I wait for these guys to put their hands on top of my hand. I do it. I put my paw in. One, two, three, break. Break. And then we throw our hands up. Dream Lancer. Woo. All right, your majesty. Sorry about that. That's exactly why I'm... <laughs> Talking to you today. <clears throat> We've been trying to stop the people of Druskbit from slaying goblins. <clears throat> but why have they been killing you? All we want is to live on our mountain. So do they keep coming to the mountain? Yes. They think that's how you become famous. Oh. We gotta get a re-education campaign going. Yeah, I hate to even say it, but have you seen the size of the spear that Booger has? Booger is a very fierce goblin warrior. <laughs> okay. I think you guys might need to rebrand a little bit because nobody's going to be afraid of a goblin warrior called Booger. You need to step it up with the naming. Like Flem. That is why he's in charge of the prison cell and not in charge of the battlefield. Yeah, you should call him Flem the Feared. Who's in charge of the marketing? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, who sells your merch? Who does Ah. your social media? Why do they think they can get famous here? Well, they can if they go to the temples or if they find the old man on the mountain. But what does that have to do with goblins? Why would they think that killing goblins would make them famous? But the goblins just live here and we just don't want to be killed on our streets have you considered making um moving out of our nation no it's really fucking xenophobic of you you piece of shit (laughs) no 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 have you considered making a circle what's that called what are they called in Pittsburgh? The green belt. Round the blue belt. Yeah. yeah. A beltway around the goblin city. I was thinking a sign that said, like, stay out of our caves, like, stay off my grass. Maybe you could say, please, you know? Yeah. We don't even have that word in goblin. Do I know that word in goblin? I speak goblin. It's like a really long sentence that says, like, I'm trying to make a platitude that shows that I'm weak. So. 
Except that I'm weaker than you. Yeah, but most people don't read Goblin, so we'd write it in Ink and Alien, because most people know that, so. But almost no Goblins know Ink and Alien. Well, we're not trying to communicate with the Goblins, we're trying to communicate with the interlopers, right? Only your social media manager has to speak Ink and Alien. And I guess your merch person. Facebook is illegal in Euler Town. That's smart. Euler Town? Yes. You guys got a lot of liquid gold, you know what I'm saying, down here? No, it's named after the mathematician. Black Rain? Is there a silent E at the beginning of Euler Town? It's not silent. It makes an oi sound with the U. Wait, how do you spell this? E-U-L-E-R, just like the mathematician. That's why we're going to destroy the temples. Do you need some help with that? Well, yeah, we could help with that. Well, have you considered that some of the gods of the temples might be not so thrilled about you destroying their temples? I'm just trying to watch out for you, oh, big guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whose temples are they? Like, are they your temples? Are they temples from people that lived on this mountain before you all got here? Maybe or? Booger. Tell us about your complex goblin religion system. Their goblin religious system is not complicated. We're a monotheistic religion. We worship the three-eyed monon... Agok. Monagok? Mon Agok. So as a king, are you what is that called? The divine whenever you're like appointed by God as the as a ruler, divine providence divine, or yeah. divine, divine rule. Are you divine ruler or are you just yes. like ruler because you're the strongest? No. That's why I am blessed with beauty and glib. Are you married? No. Uh, bachelor, huh? Bachelor king. Oh, yeah, persuade him with romance. The good friend of the goblin people, Troxek, said that Dream Lancer is actually very astute in solving problems. It's true. We're, we're a pretty big deal. Yeah, especially if the problem is not enough rock and roll. So I've come to you with a trade in mind. Uh, okay. All right. Hit us with it. We're listening. Because of your beautiful rock and roll, I spared you from the magma. Thanks. But you could win your freedom by doing a task for me. Just bring us our instruments and we'll play it. No. I sent the four greatest champions of the Goblin Kingdom off to destroy the temples, but none have returned. Did you send them off all together or like one by one? Each one went to a different temple. Oh, okay. there's four. It's like a one-to-one -one thing. Are they like on the same campus? They're close to each other area? Or are they separate paths? We are very unsure of where the temples are or how numerous they are, but we believe that if we destroy the temples and drive off the man of the mountain, the goblin people will be safe and isolated from the murderous humans of Dreftbit. All right. And you want us to play rock and roll shows so good it keeps everybody in Dreskbit for the two weeks it takes you to do this? No, shut up. I want you to find out what happened to my champions and why they have not worked. 
earned. Uh, we're gonna need all our gear back, if that's what you want. Fine. Alright. I have a clarifying question about whenever we played our performance. Like, whenever you capture other people on the mountain, do you give them an opportunity to perform for you, or do you just throw them in the magma? Is this like an America's Got Talent situation? Yeah, we give them one opportunity to play music, but since they all suck at it, we just cast them all into the magma after ridiculing them in the goblin tongue. Oh, so they only get to play music. They can't, they couldn't do like uh All seven of the other goblins around him just start chuckling. So they're not allowed to do like acrobatics or anything, only music. No, music only. Goblins are entertained by human music because they're so stupid. Uh, they can hear you. Just bit. Oh, never mind. Good. They're all fools and we'll slay every one of them that comes here. As long as they stop killing all the goblins. So, as long as we find out good or bad news, as long as we find out the truth, then... We're good? We're, you we are, have go? earned our freedom and the freedom of our equipment? Yes. And you must then drive off the man of the mountain through death. Or, like, camaraderie and leaving together. Okay. Friendship. We have one more request before we accept. We're going to need a tour guide. Yeah, I can, uh... All right, I'll send Booger. Yeah. He's horrible at his job anyway. Booger goes, hey, man, I'm doing my best. Hey, don't be so harsh. He wouldn't give me a spear, even though I made a real persuasive attempt to get it. We put Booger here because we never have prisoners because we cast them all in the magma. So he's inexperienced. He hasn't had a chance to get better. Yeah, you can't blame you him. You can't judge him on he's that. He's had this job for a long time. This is the millennial's paradox. He's a millennial, and he's killing supermarkets. Well, we, maybe we don't want him to come with us. And restaurants at the same time. Do millennials eat? Only avocado oh. toast. That's it. All right, you going to give us some provisions for this journey, too? Yeah, well, we definitely need some uh, gerbil pellets. We need know? to go through the goblin outfitters, for sure. <laughs> sure. But I'm going to send this troop of six guards to keep you in line. Well, so we got seven extra warriors. We're going to destroy any enemies we find, like, really easy. I don't know. Goblins seem like they might suck at fighting. It's like Russia. If you throw enough people at it, eventually... Eventually, you lose a war against Finland. Well, there's that, too. hey And then the Goblin King reaches onto his belt and pulls off a set of keys... Because he keeps the keys to the jail cell, not the jailer. And he opens your cell and he says, All right, go get your stuff. Booger, take them to get their stuff. You don't sound like the king anymore. Oh my god, what's a goblin? Booger, take these humans to get their stuff. And Booger goes, Okay. Come on, guys, let's follow me. All right. Then I line up too close to Booger. On the way out, I ask the Goblin King if he has any kind of wanted or missing poster for the six goblins so we know what they look like. Six goblins? There were four generals. They're not generals. They're champions. Okay. uh, Does he have any kind of missing person poster for the four champions so we know what they look like? He goes, and he slaps one of the goblins with what's that thing called? A paintbrush. A wet Chang. slapper. Chang Shin. Gachang. He slaps one of the goblins with a gachang and he says, 
Uh, it says something in Goblin that only staff understands it is. I got that dumb poster, you idiot. And then he reaches in and he hands him a thing and he gives it to you. It's a rolled up poster. Thanks, man. He's like, these aren't going out yet because we're seeing if they show up first. <laughs> Do you want to look at it? Yeah. All right. And then on the poster, there are four pictures. It's divided into four sections and they each have a name under them. And one says, Boyne the Quick. He just looks like a, um, pretty much like a goblin, but you can tell from just the picture of his face that he's kind of a shorter goblin. He's a little like scrawny for a goblin, maybe, which is impressive because you don't normally think of goblins as very bulky. And then the next picture says Galrock, and that is actually a picture of a hobgoblin and not a goblin. And if you want to know what the difference between a goblin and a hobgoblin is, Emily, I'm looking at you here, goblins are like three and a half to four feet tall with like reddish yellow earth tone kind of skin. And hobgoblins are like five to six feet tall, maybe even six and a half feet tall if they're a tall hobgoblin. And they're like reddish skin and they are like hairy, not hairy like a bugbear, hairy like like dwarves. <sighs> just more like a dude with facial hair. If they have facial hair. Do all hobgoblins have the middle name of Hob? No. Because Galrock only has one name, so he doesn't have a middle name. What oh, okay. about some facial features that Galrock has? You said they have hair. Does he have hair? Does he have a Fu Manchu? Does he have a scar? No, he has sideburns. Ooh. Big old thick, like, mutton choppy sideburns. Oh, yeah. But without the mustache. Do you need a mustache to have mutton chops? Or just the chops to mutton chops? I think it's just the chops, but I might be wrong. He's just got the chops. Tweet at us. How can it be so cute when Emily does it and so freaking banal when you do it? You gotta move your voice register up. Tweet at us. Oh, that's Much so better. cute. Brayden, you're so cute and adorable. All right. Mutton chops and a scar across his whole face? Yeah. Wow. Is it sinister or what's the other one? Dexterous. Dexterous. Dexter. Okay. And the third picture has two heads in it, and underneath it, it says, Balalan, the Two-Face. But, like, when you carefully inspect it, it looks like, actually, their necks kind of go to the same neck. But it barely is in the picture, because the picture is just portraits, but both of their faces make it in. So, it's like two necks, and then they join into another neck. Like the three rivers. Well, they join, like, onto the same torso, but, like, I just mean that their necks, like, basically touch each other. You think at first it's two goblins in the same picture, then you realize that it's a two-headed goblin in the picture. Okay. Okay. What are some of their facial features? The one on the right has a nose ring on your right, not their right. Okay. And then in the fourth picture, it says Uton, which is spelled with two U's, by the way. U-U-T-O-N. Uton, Farseer. And he's just, like, wearing furs, like shoulder furs. He might have, like, a head fur of, like, a wolf or something. And he's got a necklace with, like, human fingers on it. That could be elven fingers. You don't really... So you want to roll, like, a knowledge finger check? Yeah. And roll me a history finger check. Thirteen. Yeah, you just think they're, like, humanoid fingers. It's really hard to tell the difference between elven and... I guess dwarven fingers look pretty different, but I think human and elf fingers look similar. I got a six. I think it's pretty easy to... I think a five is enough to tell you they're human fingers. But it's also all written in goblin, so... So only Raj can read it? Yeah. Well, the names, like... So, well, do goblins use the Roman alphabet? The Inganalian alphabet? Sure. They use the Inganalian alphabet for posters only. 
Street signs, no. They use exclusively geometric shapes. Hey there, Groobies. Brayton here. I hope you're enjoying listening to Bardic Mystery Tour again. Uh, there's a little bit of a cicada noise in the background that we can't really do anything about. LFG, where we normally record, is still in the process of building out their new space. So we're just going to have to deal with this because that's how we recorded the day we recorded. So hopefully it won't be a problem in future arcs. Sorry about that. Hope it's not too bad. Remember that you can check out everything Bardic Mystery Tour related by going to bardicmysterytour.com. That's the one place that you can go any time of day, any day of the week. That'll link you to our Bandcamp site where you can check out all of our songs, including our spell songs. That will link you to our Patreon site where you can go, especially if you're interested in getting some postcards sent to you from every new city that Dreamlancer goes to see. All right, well, that's pretty much it. Remember BardicMysteryTour.com, and remember that Bardic Mystery Tour loves you. Back to the show. So Booger leads you up a hallway and up this extremely narrow flight of, like, semi-spiral stairs. By that, I mean they're, like, hewn into the rock, and they curve, but they don't, like... It's not like a spiral staircase was put in. It's just, like... Chiseled into the rock? Yeah. Wait, it's hewn or chiseled? I don't, what does hewn mean if it doesn't mean chiseled? Yeah, hewn just means chiseled, but like more big. Chiseled is like more fine work. Hewn is like big hammer. I think rough hewn is less fine, but I think fine hewn might be. I don't think that's a word. Fine hewn, yeah. Yeah, you ever fine hewn an instrument? Nope. Nope. All right, Booger. He takes you to another room and all your stuff is in it, but it's like treated poorly. They just kind of like hucked it in a corner. All right, we spend 25 minutes untangling and unwrangling it. It's also laying on top of like a bunch of other stuff that's not yours. That's just like, we'll check out that. Yeah, is there anything stuff, good yeah. in there? Can we like loot the bags? No, nah, it's mostly magic. like rottening stuff. Rottening stuff? Rottening I don't, stuff. I don't want to. Dude, I don't know, man. Okay, I detect magic. Is it Monday? Nothing's magic. See? It wasn't worth it. I can only do it once a day. Oh, it's not. That's your special ability. It's like like because I'm cool because I learned how. Fear bulbs can do it. That's kind of weird. It functions slightly differently if you read the things, but basically. But none of the people at this table read things, so it's fine. I want to do an investigation just to make sure that there isn't anything hidden in the rotting pile of goop. You find... A finely crafted silver dagger. You didn't even know what I rolled. Yeah. Fine, what'd you roll? 20. You find a finely crafted silver dagger. Are you going to tell us you found it? I'm going to take it, and I'm not going to say anything while we're in the cave. But it was in, like, a sheath that was tucked inside a piece of armor. So it looked like the piece of armor was just some armor, and they threw it in a pile, and the armor, like, leather rotted out, but, like, the sheath and the dagger are still fine but that's why it was overlooked i'm gonna pick it up and slide it into my boot so nobody sees you want to roll a what do they call sleight of hand these days press the digitation mm-hmm. it's called sleight of hand now? yeah 10 i want to roll a perception check to see if i notice 22 yeah you saw it burger goes oh what'd you find there oh, i just this is part of my gear i dropped it it like fell away from my pack oh okay 
Yeah, we both have silver daggers. You're gonna roll blah, 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 blah. <laughs> But you have a silver dagger? Mm-hmm. I bought one. 25. All right, Booger goes, oh, okay. All right, we get all of our stuff, and no one notices how much stuff anybody else has because they're getting their own stuff, and then we all move along. We're going to the Outfitters next, right, Booger? Was that you covering for something? Wow, geez, look at all your stuff there, Raj. Pack late. Oh, well, you know how it is. Did I notice that he has a bollocks dagger that looks a lot like Wendy's dagger? No, because that's hidden away inside my bag. They They didn't dump out my bag, did they? Did you go through his bag? No. That's snoopy and weird when you know the guy. It's not if you don't. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah, it's not snoopy and weird if you don't know them. That's just educational. Then you're just a stalker. Look, if they're dead, no, this is like your property. That's how property works. That's how property rights work, yeah. All right. Then you head to the Goblin Outfitters. Yeah. When you walk down the Goblin streets, all the goblins look at you. Kind of scared, kind of apprehensively, but they see you're with Booger, and he's walking smugly down the road, so they just kind of get out of the way a little bit. I wave at them, like a friendly wave, and then like the three-finger peace sign. All right, they all like avert their eyes when you look at them. Are there the six guards with us still? No. Ha <laughs> Lost them. Booger forgot to go back and get them. I want to ask Booger, hey, do you guys have any goblin storytellers here in the city? Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe when we get back, I can go visit one of them. I'd love to collect some goblin stories along our way. Oh, yeah. Goblins have the best stories. What do you like to tell stories about? How we kill big monsters. What's the biggest monster that you've heard about in a story? Um, Dragons. That's pretty cool. I have this dragon talon on my Ooh, necklace. Did you kill a dragon? No, I got it on my travels, but I did meet the guy who killed it. Goblins kill dragons all the time. How big do they get? So big. Like, let's talk about an equal measurement that we both understand. How many feet? He looks at his feet real quick. Komodo dragons? He just continues walking. Every once in a while, you see, like, on a street corner, you see a bugbear that's chained to, like, a pole. Why are those goblins chained to poles? Oh, they're very violent. And, um, we use them for security. What does a bugbear look like? A bugbear looks like a... Very hairy person. Imagine somewhere between, like, a Sasquatch and, like, just, like, a hairy dude, you know? And they look like a person, like a human? Well, they're a goblinoid. Wolverine. He's hairy. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Hugh Jackman, but seven feet tall and... Huge Ackman. Oh, yeah. They got, like, real hairy arms. Hugh Jackman, dressed as a Sasquatch, but some of maybe the hair's falling out a little bit. So wait, why are they chained up? They use them as like security. Having you watch The Walking Dead, it's like when you tie up zombies so that they try to eat everything that walks by outside of your house, but you have to know that you're, you need to walk around them really far because they might eat you because they're not on your team. Do bugbears eat goblins too? No, they're like on the goblins team. So then why do they tie him up? Yeah, look, you recognize it as, like, extremely inhumane because bugbears are intelligent beings, but they're used, like, siege weapons sometimes. They're, like, smart enough to, like, uh, command a unit. They're not, like, dumb. Look, look, goblins are also not known for intelligence, so. Depends on who you're talking to. Like, sometimes bugbears are just, like, part of the goblin community or, like, outskirter ones. They're always, like, a little more violent than... Goblins, but like sometimes goblins are pretty violent. So I didn't know they were goblinoid until today. Yeah. So they speak goblin and other things? They probably only speak goblin. 
Goblinoid is an important distinction from humanoid because they're very like, like orcs are humanoids. Orcs are humanoids? Yeah. But like a hobgoblin is very similar to an orc except for it's a goblinoid. In Lord of the Rings, orcs are elves that are turned into orcs. Yeah, well, elves are humanoids. In Lord of the Rings, orcs and goblins are the same species. Really? Yes. In Lord of the Rings? No, they're not. Okay, you're right, Nora, because Goblin isn't mentioned in Lord of the Rings. But yeah, in, in The, the Hobbit, Hobbit, it's mentioned, but Tolkien has clarified that they're the same group. That wildly changes my impression of what happened in The Hobbit then. Right? Because I w- never thought those were orcs. I always right. thought they were different, and they were like not as scary as orcs because they get out alive. Yeah. And there's like a talking, isn't there like a goblin king there? Yeah, the orcs talk in the Lord of the Rings. They mostly like growl at each other. They know what menus are. There's a named orc character and they like have a whole section where they talk about their social standings. Oh, and I stuff. don't remember that It's part. just the, the, the hobbits can't understand them so they think they're growling. Yeah. And they also like have precise enough communication that they can like order around legions of troops not legions of troops legions of troops they might have legions too you don't know they might the legions might have legions man i feel like my entire viewpoint of the bad guys in the lord of the rings has changed today well don't spend a lot of time on the internet learning about a lot of the baked in racism involved in the description of the orcs yeah yeah if you like read straight out tolkien orcs are just basically like uh arabs yeah and so it's like yeah yeah they're evil because they look like arabs and it's like oh man i mean like we don't have time or the background knowledge to really get into this subject but there's, there's a probably lot of stuff a podcast the out there that does talk about it maybe you should listen to them well don't stop listening to us <laughs> Yeah, we're the only podcast you need to be listening to. If you're going to stop listening to us, then tweet at us. But tweet at us that you're going to keep listening and everyone else should continue. Tweet at us. Perfect. Brayton, you're so adorable. Thanks. I'm ready to get back to the story. Well, what the hell's going on in the story? We're at REI, GEI. Are we seriously like, we're in like episode D at this point, right? And we haven't like left the city. I think we're going to look for an opportunity to go to a pet store and get a goblin pet. I think that'd be great. You can't own goblins as pets. No, the kind of pet that goblins have. We can get Lars' little buddy. Homunculus? If we can get one. We just talked about the horrific practice that they're doing with the bugbears. Yeah, you probably can get a goblin as a pet. I don't want a goblin as a pet. That's what booger is. Now we're at the Outfitters, right? Yeah, G-E-I. All right. You walk into the Outfitters. It's very short. I step back outside and wait outside. Hobgoblins have difficulty in this society because it's built for goblins and hobgoblins are bigger. But they're still prevalent in the society. You see hobgoblins and bugbears around all the time. Some bugbears you see not chained up, but mostly you see bugbears chained up. How tall is a hobgoblin? You said like six foot? Yeah, hobgoblins are like person-sized. Yeah. And they like range in height like humans do. Do they have any pets? Hobgoblins? Some no, of them. in this store. I thought you left because only one of you said you went in and then all of the people that said they went in said they left. I, I go, go in. in. All right. You're in GEI. Do they have any pets? No. Do they have any bike chains? Yeah. Like to lock up your bike, not oh, like yeah, a drive yeah, train. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. All right, we get 10 of them. All right, they're shoddy at best. Never mind. Let's just get out of here. He's like, you guys need a weapon? These are good weapons. Oh, yeah, do they have any spears? Yeah, they have like a bunch of like sharpened rocks tied to sticks. Yeah, I'll take one. How much are they? Mm, 
Five gold. Too much. Four Can I use the bathroom? gold. Too much. If you use the bathroom, you're going to put on like four pair of underwear and then leave with all of our underwear? No. Bathrooms are for paying customers only. All right, then I leave. We tell Booger we're ready to hit the road. All right, let's get out of here. I was really hoping to get a pet. Maybe later. Maybe we'll find one along the road. Yeah. Uh, when you guys came out, I'm like, did you guys find any uh, any collars for our friend uh, Lars here? Nope, they were fresh oh, out. We go back in and get a collar for Lars. All right, it's a bike chain. It's shoddy. How much does it cost? He's like, four gold. I give him a silver piece, and I start walking out. He shrugs. All right, perfect. Who's keeping track of large stuff? Are you? I hand it to the big guy. Aw, thanks, man. I would go down and get Lars. I'd put it on him. Does it fit? Well, it's locked. How do we unlock it? No, it's just a chain. There's no lock. I said it was shoddy at best. Oh, I thought it was a combination lock. It's like literally just a chain. I don't want this, man. You can have it. Okay, I tie it to Lars. What kind of knot do you use? A chain knot. No, yeah, a granny knot. I tie it through two links so that the chain's around his neck like a collar, but not choking him. Smart. Okay. And then we tell Booger we're ready to hit the road. He's like, all right. And then you head out of Oilertown. It's traveling music, you know? <laughs> Sounds like elevator music to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Are we going up? In elevators, you travel. I don't understand what the conflict is. In elevators, you load the next level. Elevator music should be Bossa Nova. Everybody knows that. What's Bossa Nova? The new sound from Brazil. Like this? No, no. It's like... I don't know. I think it should be like action movie music wherever it's like really keeping you on the edge of your seat. Wow. The doors open up. You step out onto a path in the mountain. What's it look like? It looks like a mountain made of rocks with a path in it that is probably worn from walking a bit. But not much, because rocks don't wear too much from walking. Are there any wild flowers? No! Alright, I'm going to take the poster, I'm going to get down on one knee in front of Lars, I'm going to show him the poster, and I'm going to be like, Alright, boy, we got to find these. He sniffs it. I scratch him on the head. He starts say, chewing the edge of it. I pull it back a little bit. And then I go, all right, lead the way. Uh, he walks over to the bass player and rubs up on his leg. You know, he's nice, good to my ears. You guys want to go then? Yeah, or? Let's, well, I guess let's follow this path, right, Booger? Booger's like, yeah, because there's nowhere else in the entire world right now. I go first, forward. I go second. I go last. After Booger? Yeah. And Lars? Yeah. You come across a small stream. With a little rickety bridge that crosses it. It's like, um, just like a plank bridge that's like, uh, whatever, six or eight feet long. Next to it is the remains of a eaten fish. What are the bite? What's the bite mark look like? 
it's like cooked and stripped, and there's like a little kicked out fire. This is an elf. Nalaren? Nalaren? Yeah. Could be. Do they eat fish? I, I don't know the answer. They also to that. went the opposite way. They could be a pescatarian. I want to investigate this camp site thing. All right. Same. 13. 7. You have decided that the fire hasn't been out for all that long and that the fish is very recently eaten, half eaten. I motion my bandmates over with a hand and I whisper. I think this guy might still be around here. Do you think we should let him know we're here? Do you think he's friendly? Or do you think we should try and find him first? We should try hollering all those names off that wanted poster and see which one comes first. All right, who's the loudest? Booger says, they're an invader. We should kill them. Yeah. What if they're not? we'll hide in the bush. And you say, show yourself, invader. And then we'll get your back. What bush? Aren't there like trees around? No. Oh, it's just like mountain. I was picturing the woods. All right, we just look around. Do we see anybody? No. All right, let's just keep moving. (laughs) Okay. Forward. You wander down the mountain path, and you come to a bend. And when you come around the bend, you see, walking away from you, a very short person, maybe two, almost three feet tall, wearing a green cloak, and has a fishing rod over their shoulder. Is it Roland? And they're whistling. What's the whistling sound like? Like for real? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, for real. I call out, hello, angler. Around spins this traveler, and it is actually a fox person. And they go, ah, and they jump behind a rock. I thought there wasn't anything to hide behind. They're rocks. You said hide behind the trees. I said there are no trees. No, we said bush. All right. Wait, we might have said tree also. Tweet at us. Brayden, you're so adorable. Are we rolling initiative? Oh, sure. I rolled initiative. Seven. Twenty-one. Sixteen. All right, staff, you're first. Um, I'm going to move up. How far away is this rock? I want to go around the outside edge of the rock and flank them back into the road. All right, it's maybe 45 feet away. Perfect. I move 40 feet up. The rock is between the two of us, I think. Yeah. I draw my rapier. Okay. That's my turn. Bass player? Mm-hmm. All right, I grab my shepherd's crook, and I run up to as close as I can get. But I can't get around the rock, right? He's too far. Yeah. Like, cause yeah, because you mo- Well... Raj moved, like, a little bit up. Raj took I, his... Raj moved his 40 feet move, up. And then he took an action. Well, he didn't take an action. I just stood there he like failed. An idiot. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do your turn right? No, he failed at that. Okay. So if you move 30 feet, you can take an action. But if you move 45 feet, you can then be next to a fox person. All right, I'm going to do that. I move 45 feet, and I'm like, hey there, did you make a fire? That's the end of my turn. And then Booger runs all the way up with his spear wielded, but just barely gets to this fox person. And now, surrounded, the fox person draws a short sword, swings it at Booger, but misses Booger. Wendy. Does he answer? Oh. He's like, none of your business! I'm going to sprint up between the fox person and Booger and interpose myself with my hands facing with them and say, hold on, hold on, let's talk. Um, if the rules of combat work for that, but let's just say sure. I can move really fast in Booger combat. goes, we have to kill him, he's an intruder. Is it my turn? Yeah. I grab Booger around the waist and I pull him back and spin him around. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, bud. What? 
Uh, that's my whole turn. We're doing turn-based conversation now? Fuck. What are you doing here, we say to the fox man. I'm doing whatever I want. Are you seeking fame? No, I'm looking for the golden salmon. I mean, yeah, I'm looking for fame. Golden salmon? I want to no. know if I know anything about the golden salmon. I roll a history check. Nine. I know 20 things about the golden salmon. Fearboot's not trying. Oh, okay. 13 things that I know. All right. No one's ever heard of the golden salmon before, but Steph kind of remembers a story one time that someone said about... Maybe see it's weird because staff doesn't even and didn't even know about Fame Mountain, but remembers this story about Fame Mountain where there was some sort of mythological creature called the Golden Salmon that's supposed to be able to grant wishes or something. Yeah, staff remembers Fame Mountain, not the Mountain of Fame. That's why I was confused. Oh my god, it's the Mountain of Fame. I'm sorry. It depends on look in Goblin, it's Fame Mountain, but in Inganalian, it's Mountain of Fame. It's like you know. Using possessives and like yeah, yeah, romance yeah. languages. I All right, I want to deceive this person in knowing what this fish is. You want to what? I want to try and deceive them and make them think I know what this fish is. All, about. All right, what are you saying to them? Do I have to roll anything to deceive this character? Yeah, like a deception? Yeah. Eleven. What do you tell them? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know about the golden salmon. So, like, we know about it, too. We saw, though, that you were, like, back there eating the fish. Like, are you hungry or are you, like... Because I don't think you're supposed to eat it. Last I checked, you're just supposed to find it and talk to it. I Like, maybe you heard wrong. He's like, yeah, I ate back there. No, I'm not hungry. No, you don't eat the golden salmon. What are you talking about? Oh, why are you trying to eat these fish that you're catching if you're trying to talk to the golden salmon? That fish wasn't the golden salmon. Why would I eat the golden salmon? Okay, just checking. I'm going to take it back to my village. Tell us one thing and tell us true, traveler. Are you here to slay the goblins? I'm not here to slay the goblins, but I'll kill goblins again my way. Booger goes, he's here to kill all the goblins. He's going to kill us all. Uh, So what's your name? Are you talking to this fox person? Yeah. I don't want to say, like, what's your name, fox person? That seems rude. Who wants to know? Uh, clearly, uh, she does, though, so... My name's Wendy. All right, my name's Roland. Okay. Oh, hi, I'm Raj. This is Booger. Uh, I'm a bass player. We're a band. Um, we're trying to help out the goblins, actually. Because they're really not all bad. Why are you trying to help out the goblins? They're, they've got some bad... Rep- their social media guy has just not been on top of it. They raid the villages and they kill people. Booger, is that true? Uh, Just when they come into the goblin territory. Well, now we're getting conflicting stories. I know, it's like a he said, she said kind of situation, except it's both he's. <laughs> uh, it seems like maybe... You're both in the wrong, and maybe we can try and figure out a way to make everybody... Roland says, how am I in the wrong? I'm just looking for a golden salmon. I meant you as in, like, the goblins and the townspeople that are trying to come up here, you know? And kill the goblins. You guys are up here. Yeah, we're not trying to kill anybody, though. You know? I'm not trying to kill anyone, but if goblins are trying to kill me, I'm going to kill them. Okay, listen. Someone that's trying to kill me. You're really, you're really messing with my vibe. We're just here to go up the mountain and find some So now I'm killing your vibe, too. So I just kill everything. I guess, apparently. All right, let's everybody just put away our weapons. Now I'm the millennial. Wendy, grab this spear off a booger. All right, I grab it out of his hands. Booger's like, hey, give me my spear back. I hold it up real high where I I can't get it. No, 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 no. All right, booger, we need you to be calm. 
He continues to jump. Okay. We need to act rationally here and with compassion, okay? What? Do goblins not have a word for that? I don't think they do. It's like, we need to act with that stupid human emotion that's really annoying and bothersome about how other people can exist and that's okay. And then I'm going to say in goblin to him, we have to use this guy to try to find the old man in the mountain, so we have to play nice. He says, I'm not looking for the old man in the mountain. That's your whole mission. No, I'm just taking you guys to the temple. All right, well... Well, calm down, because we need... You don't speak goblin. All right, well, we need this guy for that, so just play nice until we get to the temple, and then you can go back, and we'll give you your spear back. Can I have it now, though? No, because I don't trust you to not start stabbing people. I won't stab any people. Then he looks at Roland. All right, you'll get it back whenever you show that you've been responsible. I'm responsible right now. All we right. disagree. I'm the key holder. That's a responsibility. I turn and I say in Inganalian, Booger is taking a minute until he gets his spear back. Let's move forward and look for this salmon and these temples that we're looking for. I just have made Roland part of our party without talking to him about it. And I realized that halfway through that sentence. Roland's like, yeah, what, what temples? I'm not looking for temples. Well, it's safer to travel in a group up here. Do you want to travel with us? Yeah, in case we run into goblins, we can kill them. Well, we'll negotiate, you know. Uh, uh, I persuade him. 13. All right. You're bad at persuasion, but uh, I've been traveling alone for a while, so, you know, it doesn't hurt to have a team, I guess. That's how we feel, too. I would say this. The chances of finding a golden salmon in the temple are much higher because golden salmon are attracted to holy places. Well, I've heard that priests really like gold, so maybe they put a golden salmon inside a temple. Are these the kind of temples that have priests? I assume so. Only one way to find out. Uphill. Yeah, let's go. All right, Booger, lead the way. All right, I'll lead the way when I get my spear back. I need it in case there's danger. Uh, I think we should ignore him and just follow the path because there's still just one path, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I continue holding a spear and walk up the path. He continues to jump at the spear. Yeah, he's leading us, you know? I hold the spear up with one hand and I push him down with the other. I take an arrow and I break the arrowhead off of it and I hand it to him. He throws it on the ground. He's like, this is clearly, give me my spear. I don't, there's no reason I should have my spear. All right, then we go up the path. Up the mountain we go, following Wendy and a jumping booger. Who is this strange traveler? Can the gang help him find the golden salmon? Can he help the gang find the old man of the mountain? And have the champions destroyed the mountain temples? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. It's the Bardic Mystery Tour. There's only one thing we Indoors. Rolling dice with our best friends. Solving mysteries again and again.
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. I thought I was going to get to do mine again. You literally said that you weren't going to do yours again, and then you did a stupid one. Do I always speak the truth? I thought I, so. We ha- That's how this game works. It's a matter of trading trust. When the DM says something, we have to believe that's how it is. That's true. That's why I edit out every joke you tell. You edit out all those times when I say that you die? Yeah. It's That's why he's still alive. It's the only way that he stays alive. You should hear what I did to the finale of last season.